Hello, everyone, and welcome to Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts, this weekly podcast where I bring you outstanding guests from all over the world. And today, my very special guest is a longtime friend. The first time she was on our program, she was a teenager. <laughs> That's how long we've known each other. Her name is Kate McVeigh. She's from Michigan. And uh, Kate, God bless you, and welcome to the podcast today. Thank you, Richard. Good to be with you today. Glad glad to be with you. Kate, you were an outstanding high school athlete. As a matter of fact, you set a state record in high school. How did you get from athletics over into ministry? Did you ever think maybe you would pursue a professional career in athletics, or, or did you always know you'd go into the ministry? Uh, well, my goal was to be the first woman in the NBA. No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> a little too short for that, but you know, yes, but I had opportunities to play uh, basketball and actually softball as well um, in college, you know, but I really like when I was in about the 10th grade, 11th grade, I got born again. That's when I got saved and everything changed in my life. Um, you know, I, I had a pretty rough childhood growing up and things, you know, I was in classes. Part of my testimony is I was in classes for slow learners from the time I was in fifth grade all the way through high school. And I think the sports is kind of what kept me in school and kept me going uh, because I didn't know the Lord at all. I really wasn't a churchgoer ever. And so at the age of 16 is when I got saved and gave my heart to the Lord. And then I immediately felt the calling to preach. It was like just a knowing that I just knew that that's what God was calling me to do. And so I started to head in that direction. But that was the time when things turned around. And yes, I was very good. I practiced. I practiced all the time. Well, you set a state record, didn't you? I did. Yes, I sure did. What record record did you set? It it was a record for uh, the most points. So, you know, the shooting record. Okay. Okay. Does that record still stand or has it been broken? I have to check. I'm not sure <laughs> if, it's, if it's, I hope so. The last time I, last time I talked to you about it, maybe a few years ago, it was still standing. Yes. Yep. It may be, maybe well, something I'll have to check up on. Well, thank God. Now you mentioned, you mentioned uh, you were in classes for slow learner. Uh, you told me once that you were voted the most least likely to succeed. Now, that's obviously, true. obviously uh, that didn't happen. But how did you come out from under that that label, that moniker? And, and what can other people ha- do when they have been told they'll never succeed, they'll never be able to accomplish anything? Yeah. You know, I think it's a big part today of bullying that goes on in schools and just, you know, how mean kids can be and people can be. Um yeah, so to, to win that <laughs> vote for your high school, you know, I was a great, an athlete, a great athlete, but then to be voted least likely to succeed, you know, that was really the, the devil trying to stop me before I even got started. You know, I was very shy. Believe it or not, I really was shy and uh, battled a lot of intimidation and stuff. And so uh, I, my self-esteem was very low at the time. But then when I gave my heart to the Lord, that's when things begin to turn around because I begin to just get into the word of God and learn as much as I could about who God says I am and who I am in him. And then begin to, you know, look at the Bible to see what does God say about me? And I begin to just take scriptures like simple ones. I have the mind of Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is he who is in me than he that's in the world. You know, there's a verse that talks about God making us of a quick understanding, a a blessed mind. And so I would take those verses and just begin to speak them over my life and get into church and the Bible and the word, you know, just all that as much as I could. 
and begin to really speak over myself and say about me what God said about me instead of what other people were saying or what I even thought about myself. Is that the advice you'd give to someone who's had some a label put on them like that? Yes, totally. Because uh, we're, not, we're not those labels. You know, we're, we are who God says we are. We're not defined by what people think about us or what people say about us. It's really what God says about us. And we can become and be all that God has called us to be. You know, the last thing, Richard, that I ever thought I would be doing would be speaking in front of people. I mean, in high school, one time I, I was called upon to, you know, give a report and I got so scared. I forgot to breathe, you know, and I got so nervous I fainted. And then God calls me to preach the gospel. I'm like, Lord, you do have a sense of humor. I mean, I sometimes used to say, Lord, do you know who you are calling here to preach? Because really, I was the least likely one. And people that know me now, you know, I ran into someone not too long ago that actually came to hear me preach at my church here in town. And uh, she came to the back room to ask if she could see me. And she was on my, my basketball team. She couldn't even speak. She said, I'm at loss for words because you're such a different person. I don't even know this person. And then I was able to share the gospel with her and tell her what God had done for me. And then, you know, that opened up the door for her to receive the Lord. It oh, was really wonderful. beautiful. Really now, beautiful. You've got monthly meetings in Michigan, healing meetings in several different locations. Can you share a little bit about that? Because we have uh, viewers uh, today from the Michigan area. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you for <clears throat> allowing me to, you know, mention that too. We do, I do the first Tuesday of each month and then the first Wednesday of every month. So one meeting is uh, in East Point, Michigan, which is close to Detroit. Then uh, that's the first Wednesday. And then the first Tuesday, we're on the other side in Southgate, Michigan, it's called. And so it's wonderful. If anybody is interested, they could go to my website, just katemcvay.org. And, you know, you can look up the info that way. Uh, Kate, uh, you are known as a powerful, powerful speaker. And when we, when I first got to know you, uh, you came on Lindsay's program, Make Your Day Count. I think you were about 18 or 19 years old, uh, but you were powerful then and you're just as powerful now. And you have a unique gifting, especially in the area of favor. Your book, The Blessing of Favor, has gone hundreds and hundreds of thousands of copies all over the world. And people today want to know, how do I get the favor of God? Can you share some of the principles about favor? Yes, I'd love to. You know, first of all, it's realizing that once you receive Jesus in your heart, and you're, you're born again, he's your Lord and Savior. Then the Bible says in Psalm 512 that the Lord has blessed the righteous, you and I, with favor and it actually says that favor surrounds our life like a shield. And then, you know, in Luke 2.52, it talks about Jesus and how he grew in stature and in favor with God and man. So we have favor with God. And God also wants us to walk in favor with people. You know, we're going to have attacks, of course, always in our life. But the Lord really wants us flowing in his favor. You know, I've, I've claimed favor for just everything I do, preaching. I didn't know a minister when I got started. I mean, I heard of you and I heard of <laughs> Lindsay and I knew of others, but I really didn't know preachers or ministers, you know? So uh, my background, I really needed God's favor if I was going to actually have a ministry or be preaching. And so I would claim that favor, you know, and I would pray just even on little things, favor with uh, when I was in high school, favor with my teachers, favor with my coaches, you know, and then as I grew into ministry, I began to pray for favor for open doors and opportunities. And so wherever people live or whatever job they're in, they could begin to claim favor in that job that 
that not only will they only have favor so they can be blessed, but so that they can share the gospel and be a great influence in the lives of other people. And that's really why we want that favor flowing. So we can lead people to Jesus. You know, this past week, um, I, I stirred myself up again, Richard, and I started praying for favor at this ladies' conference that I was at. There was a lot of young girls there, and I shared my testimony. And uh, I had prayed that I would have favor with them, not just so that I can be popular, but so that I can influence them for, for good, for the Lord, you know. So I began to pray for favor. And we had 50 young girls and, and some few older, but come forward and they received Jesus as their savior, got filled with the Holy Ghost. And it never gets old to me seeing people come to know the Lord. It's just so beautiful. And that's what, where my heart really is. I, I love leading people to the Lord. What are some of the things you said to those young ladies? Because there could yeah. be some young ladies right now yeah. listening who said, well, I, I don't deserve favor. I've got this in my life. I've had this problem. This has come against me. I'm never going to make anything of myself. You know, wh- wh- how, how do you t- talk to someone like that about favor? And, and how did you minister to those girls? Yes. You know, one of the greatest things I think that helps people is if we tell others what God has done for us, mm-hmm. you know, I I like to tell believers, you know, the best witnessing you could do, you know, people want to know how to be a better witness for the Lord. Um, The best thing we could do is tell what God has done for us. You know, the shortest witnessing guy in the Bible, right? The the blind man said, I was blind and now I see. It's powerful, but you know, it's short and sweet, but it's really telling others what God has done for you. And when they see that God's alive and living and he cares about us, he wants to be involved in our life. He cares about what we care about. And when I begin to share just how God has helped me and that if you'll open up your heart, God will help you. You know, I think that's what helps people the most is when they can see, hey, this is how God helped you. And and you can receive help the same way by praying for favor, by speaking the favor of God over your life every day, by releasing your faith for favor. You know, Richard, you're so anointed when it comes to miracles and healing. And I've seen you pray for so many people that have gotten so, so many miracles, so many healings. And I know that you tell people to release their faith and you pray for them. You'll say, release your faith. And it's the same way when we want to receive favor with others, or we want to be exactly where God wants us. We release our faith for that favor. And we, we receive it the same way. Like you encourage people how to receive their healing. That's the same way that really we receive anything from God that we need is by faith. Well, you're so right, and you mentioned uh, the healing ministry. Uh, I just, I, I've got to tell you what just happened. Yesterday, I got a call from a woman in Phoenix who was in the hospital there, and she was on a kidney machine with zero kidney function. Mm-hmm. And uh, we prayed, and and I gave her a phrase that that um, Lindsay, uh, my wife, uh, had given to me that she got from her her great grandfather, who said, "I'm getting better and better every day in every way." And I prayed for this woman in the hospital yesterday, no kidney function, and I got her saying, I'm getting better and better every day in every way. Now, only 24 hours have passed, and I just got a call just moments before we started this podcast. I just got a call from her sister, and she was so excited because now the doctor came in. They took her off the machine. Her her function is back up to 50%. And she is praising God and she's saying, I'm getting better and better every day and every way. What do you think a positive outlook and a positive statement like that has to do with the healing? Oh, it's everything, right? I mean, literally it's everything because 
when you say what God says about you, you're going to attract that to yourself. The people in the world, they mention things about the law of attraction. People have heard a lot about that. But really, uh, the Bible talks a lot about uh, not just being positive, but really being in faith. Because when we're in faith, we're, we're going to speak positive things. You know, in Proverbs, it tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue, right? So it's so important that we say over ourselves what God says about us. And part of my testimony really is that the things I begin to say over myself came to pass. It didn't come to pass all at one time, you know, it, it over a process. And sometimes we don't like the process, but it's a process to, to be more bold. It's a process to be more confident. But as you go along and you speak that word over yourself and over your life, you'll see the things that you say come to pass. Kate, who have been some of the mentors in your life? Uh, those who have spoken into your life and have upheld you in prayer and given you advice. Who are some of those people that you've counted on for, for prayer? Oh, wow. I've had so many wonderful, uh, wonderful people. Of course, you know, your wife, Lindsay, and I, we pray about things together a lot. You know, we keep, keep, uh, keep up with one another and text each other for different things that we need prayer for that we're believing for, you know, but I've had some wonderful people throughout my life. Um, in the beginning years, when I started, Joyce Meyer was a tremendous blessing and encouragement to me. You know, she supported my radio ministry, sewed into me so many times. And I really appreciated that from uh, Dave and Joyce, just such a blessing. And then, of course, my pastor, Bishop Keith Butler, uh, tremendous, tremendous uh, blessing in life, still is to this day. They all are. But and then I've had closer ones around around my life. Um, one lady who's with Jesus now, she was an older lady. But I'll tell you what, she had the love of God flowing out of her. And she mentored me. And I'll tell you what, everybody, I always say everybody needs a Shirley. Her name was Shirley. Like everybody needs a good Shirley in their life, you know, and she really was just like the scripture says about the older women teaching the younger women. And so that's what she did for me. You know, she passed down things of how to pray and how to believe God and and has covered me for years. And so I'm just appreciative of all those wonderful people we've had. Yes. Thank God for mentors. Kate, what do you wish you had known 30 years ago? Oh, wow. That's a good question. <laughs> Probably a lot of things. Put you on right? the spot. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I think um, just to be at peace and rest, you know, and just knowing that as we pray and we believe that things do work out, you know, that uh, don't, you don't have to stress so much about certain things. Maybe not, not uh, be so concerned what other people might think about you. I battled that one just uh, a few times throughout my life, you know, and I'm growing in that, too. But uh, probably just to trust God more, you know, and, and like his word says, he's going to take care of us. We can cast our care because he cares for us, right? And to know things work out, and they do when you trust God. Do you have a long-term plan for your ministry, or do you take it day by day, or, or how do you handle that? Yeah, I mean, right now I'm in a season, of course, of traveling like I have been doing for about 30-something years now. Wow, on the road all the time, just preaching and stuff. And so... I know that I'm going to continue in that direction. I've been on, on radio. We have a daily radio program, actually, that's on about 50-something stations I've, right now. I've, I've been a guest on that radio program. Yes, that's right. You <laughs> have. That's right. And so that's a blessing. But I feel like maybe, you know, we're, we'll see what the Lord shifts up, you know, add some things and see what's coming next. But really, I know that I'll, I'll continue to preach the gospel till the day I go be with the Lord. Is the Lord saying anything to you about our country and about what's going on around the world? Boy, well, you know one thing, we definitely are in the last days, right? And I yes. think uh, 
this is the time, I believe, more than ever before, that we need to be really walking close with God. You know, and I think everything that's happening, I think, is causing people to maybe wake up more and, and reevaluate their walk with God. But I think it's an important time, you know, and one of the things is not to be fearful and not to be afraid in this season because God knew it was coming and he called us to be alive at this day and this hour. You know, so he has equipped us as the church. He's given us the tools that we can pray, that we can believe our angels will watch over us, you know. So one of the things I feel to tell people, don't be afraid of all the things you're hearing, you know. God's got your back. God's got you covered. He knew what was coming, you know, and he had, he's called us to be uh, in this season and in this day and hour. So I believe we're equipped to walk in these last days. So what you're saying is God was not caught caught unawares with COVID or with anything else that's going on around the world, that God's still on the throne. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> you said it right there. Absolutely. <laughs> Kate, I want you to pray over the people. I know you have these miracle meetings um, every month, as, as you said, uh, there in the greater Detroit area. And if, if a person wants to make contact, if you want to make contact with Kate, just simply go to her website, uh, katemcveigh.org, and you can get her entire itinerary. Plus also, uh, Kate, can they order your books through the ministry as well? Yeah, they sure can. They can they can uh, get the book I have on favor. It's called The Blessing of Favor. Yeah, that's, that's your, I, I, I love all your books, but that's my favorite, okay? I got to tell you. Thank you. That's everybody's favorite. And I think it is mine too, because it's a great message, really. Well, if you if you haven't read Kate's book, The Blessing of Favor, it's well worth your time. Go to katemcveigh.org and order that book and check out her itinerary, especially if you're in the Michigan area. And also, uh, she'll let you know where she's traveling across the country speaking. I know soon you'll be in, uh, in Branson, Missouri, and in that area and other areas, and you'll be ministering. Before we close, would you pray right now, especially over women, but, it, but everyone in general, you mentioned a few moments ago uh, the success you had recently in that conference with 50 young women all coming to the Lord. Would you pray over women today and everyone in general? Yes, I'd be honored to. I want to just set my faith with you right now that you will increase in the favor of God. I want to pray for you so that that favor will just go up in your life starting right now. So Heavenly Father, I thank you for every sweet person that is watching today, Lord, I pray for an increase of your supernatural favor over their life. I pray, Lord, that people will go out of their way to bless you and to do good to you. I pray for your confidence to begin to rise up, that you will be filled with boldness, that you will know more and more that the greater one is in you, that your past is forgiven that God loves you. He's not holding anything against you. And God has a great plan for your life. So I pray an increase in God's favor, an increase of his strength, and that you'll just learn to be able to trust God more and you'll lean on him and you'll see God do greater things than you ever imagined in Jesus' name. Now, I set my faith with Kate's prayer. No matter who you are or where you are watching today or listening, and I send the word of God to you. I remind you that the Bible says in Psalm 107, verse 20, that he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. And so I send the word to you wherever you are right now, just like I did to that woman in the hospital in Phoenix. I was on the telephone. She was in Phoenix, but there was no distance in prayer. I prayed here. She received healing there. I pray here. You can receive healing there. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke this satanic attack. And 
and I pray for you to be healed in every area of your life in the authority of Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Kate, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you, Richard. It was great being with you today. You know, I got to tell you, this is as an aside, uh, those of you from Michigan, you're going to think this sounds a little bit crazy, but I always enjoy Kate's Michigan accent. Now, the reason why it's a Great Lakes accent, the reason why I say that is because my wife, Lindsay, was from Michigan originally. But when she gets around Kate, she gets off the phone and she goes back to her Michigan accent. And I can always tell, oh, you've been talking to Kate McVeigh today, haven't you? I don't know. I think I maybe get the Southern accent when I'm around some of you guys. It rubs off on me a little bit. Just the other day I came home and, and she was talking in that Michigan accent. I said, you've been on the phone with Kate McVeigh. She said, oh yeah, I just hung up. <laughs> Kate, thank you so much for being on. God bless you. Once again, to, to get Kate's books and her, her schedule and all of her ministry information, just simply go to katemcvay.org. God bless you. God bless you, Kate. And thank you for joining me on Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts. I'll see you next week in Jesus' name. If you would like to support this or other outreaches of this ministry, please go to oralroberts.com. We believe when you give to spread the good news of Jesus Christ, your giving will be abundantly multiplied back to you according to God's word in Luke 6, 38.